AF eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Hello, hello. Welcome to AF Eloquence, the show you love, where we talk eloquently AF about all things football. We're here on a morning pod. It's a little bit of a sleepy one for us. My name is Emil. And my name is Bart Welch. And uh, yes, welcome to AM AF Eloquence. It's a uh, sleepy Wednesday morning, 9, 12 a.m. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about wooden spoons here, just uh, little and big spoons. That's what we're on about this morning. That's right. And I'm a cozy little spoon right here on this uh, this little morning of football. Um, yeah. So tuck yourself in, uh, get a cup of tea and mm. sit back and relax to the dulcet sounds of your favorite AFL podcast, or at least the one that you're listening to right now. That's right. You don't have to, you don't have to tell us if you're your favorite. It's fine. Yeah. Come on. We know it's AFL Eloquence anyway, so... Yeah, and if, and if and if it isn't, as long as it's one of the good ones, we're all right with it. Yeah, we we, su- we support our podcast AFL, you know, brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's all right. We're not salty. We get it. There's plenty to share around, and this is, um, of course, your favourite one. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, it's it's a Wednesday morn. Millie and I thought we'd do one today because in this festival of football that we're all loving, I am loving it. I'm back. I'm back loving it, by the way. You are? Yes. Back in? I right am. on board? After after a couple of L's, might I say, Amelia, for our teams. Oh, it's true. We We're, did, um, mm. yeah, we did uh, have, have copped a little bit of a, especially the Blues, but uh, this, had copped a, a few a few knocks in the last few rounds. Uh, mm-hmm. a, couple, a couple of bad dubs in a row. Mm. Bad, L, bad, bad L's. Bad L's in a row. Yeah, yeah, a few bad L's. That'll happen, though, and... You know, well, the same as, yeah, we got, uh, we got pumped by the cats and I actually, if I had to guess, I would have guessed that, um, your blues would have been more likely to get pumped by the salty tear eyed crocodile tears, uh, eagles, (laughs) the crocs, WA crocs. The Uh, winders of the West. Yes. The, the roaring, um, (laughs) what have we got? Roaring forties. Roaring forties. Uh, Fremantle doctor. Um, There's a joke in there. You look at it. It's too early for jokes. (laughs) It's the time for sipping on lattes. Good morning. Mm. Opening your papers and flicking through the headlines. Yeah. We're like a digital paper right now. We're your podcast football paper. Uh, but an audio form. Oh yeah. Turn that page. So, um, uh, B L E P R I J O and U. They are your nine letters. You've got to form a nine-letter word out of those. Um, work on that throughout the pod and get back to us on social media if you figure it out. <laughs> My head was turning. I was like, oh, pap- papli free, uh, free kick, papli uh, staging, <laughs> papli staging. Uh, hey, oh. did you see? What do you reckon? Does Clark Clarko's done it again? Man, he's the he's the umpire whisperer, Clarko. He is. Yeah. He, he really is. And um, what I I want Clarko to whisper next. I want him to just be in Gil's ear about the Saints getting a flag this year and like you know getting some some a, another quality midfielder into the team. I hope that he has a um a real 
fucking home stunk. games at Moorabbin. Yes, yeah, <laughs> home games at Moorabbin. Never go down to Seaford again. Never um, back to Shanghai. No more China games. That uh, experiment feels like it's over, doesn't it? Right now, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like we're heading yeah. there anytime soon. I mean, to be fair, they know we're from Victoria and they don't want us. Yeah, that's right. If you can't get a game at the MCG, I don't reckon you're getting a game in China at the moment, in Jing, Shanghai. Jing, Jing yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. The hollowed turf. Yeah, it was a fun time. Well, actually, it wasn't that fun. We just would get pumped by Port Adelaide every time. Who'd have thought Hooray. that we needed to play Port Adelaide at home in front of only Port Adelaide fans to actually get a win. Outside the fortress of Jingguan Stadium, obviously, but but no, they can't be beaten there. I don't I don't know how. I thought that was I thought we were unbeatable in China. We were unbeatable in New Zealand, so I thought it would be, you know, those international those cosmopolitan saints. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the world travellers. They, they must be the most hurt out of all the teams in the AFL through this. They missed their trip. They are get setters, jet setters. Yeah. Go getters. Yeah. Go getters, jet setters, jet getters. <laughs> Um, Gil getters, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that doesn't look like it's happening anymore, does it? it, it um, well, we don't really know where we're playing in. No one knows where <clears throat> where anyone's playing in a couple of weeks' time. Maybe they'll Although bring we- it back, swing it around hard. Like, look, we're coming back to China. We didn't think it could work, but we're here. Round fourteen. Yeah, that's right. We're doing a they're doing a little Darwin round, a little Northern Territory Man. thing coming up. All for it. I am so excited for that game, oh, yeah. or for those games, but particularly mm. the um, the Essendon Richmond, the Dreamtime at the not at the G Dreamtime at the T I O Stadium, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. yeah, that's going to be. I, that, having, looking at games there in the past, it has been like absolutely beautiful. Like those mountain ranges in the background. Is that in Alice that game, or is that in the D- Darwin? Uh, the, I think the Dreamtime game is in Darwin. I, I think I could okay. be wrong. I haven't I haven't actually looked it up. But you, normally the Dreamtime normally Dreamtime comes a bit later, I mean, earlier in the year. But um, I heard on a on a on a rival AFL podcast that because um, <laughs> you got to listen into the competition, of course. Uh, I heard from a rival AFL podcast that the reason it's coming so late, relatively in the season, is because they don't have um, the gear in the northern states in Queensland. They didn't or New South Wales didn't have the. Oh, yeah, to to be able to broadcast and host it, because um, they'd or they'd send the data from the Northern Territory into a major centre and then distribute it from there, um, and so they didn't have the gear in Queensland to be able to do it. So they've had to wait until a big truck, bus, whatever has gone up from Melbourne to be able to provide the technology to be able to broadcast it. So I don't know. Oh, there you go. Like, so they had a big old trucks on its way up to Darwin as well for this a couple of weeks time for the up. Uh, are all the games played there? No, there's only a few. Hmm. Oh. Um. Yeah, couple of little, couple of little Skypey issues. At the I moment. love it. I, think, I, th- I, I thought so. I saw the look yeah. in your eyes. I was like, that. just the glazed, baked over expression. Yeah, that's the one. It's not just the AM time. It's actually yeah. Apparently, Australia's internet also needs to wake up. Well, it does. Wake up to the bloody 21st century. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, so we've got some games coming up in the in the NT, which I'm all for. Uh, go the games up there. Why not? Um, and it'll be bloody special to have Dreamtime up there. Yeah, um, dude. I can't it feels, wait. It feels right. It'll be super special. And you can have crowds. It'll be quite the vibe. And it, it really does... I don't know, even though we're what we'll just be watching from the comfort of our homes, you can get a real sense of... Um, I don't know, 
of of the community of what's going on at a ground and every time I've watched games there it, it's it one it just looks beautiful when it mm. seems like a great feel at the ground uh, I'd love to go um, in in some world where we could do that but uh, <laughs> good luck to you. Hey mate, yes, we've caught a nice one here because we've got the tail end of round 11, 11. tonight. So we've got mm-hmm. one more game tonight, um, which is Gold Coast and Essendon, um, which is an interesting game, just quickly. And I, I know we can, we can get in our like, tips at the end of this little episode here, um, but the round that was, what do you think, yeah. Millie? Well, oh, uh, yeah, um, hard to differentiate when one round ends and another one starts. But um, It is like a Groundhog since, Day of football, yeah, isn't it? Roundhog Day, yeah. <laughs> it is like that. Um, had three games in a row with teams hitting 72 points, um, and then it didn't happen again for the round, which I was very disappointed by. Yeah, you were um, onto that. You were onto that. 72, 77. I was really hoping that... Um, yeah, I was really hoping that it had continued, just, mm. just to see what had happened. Why not? Spooky. 2020 is the year. Yeah. Spooky <laughs> stuff, man. Some numerology. That's right. Um, uh, I thought that, you know, maybe, maybe Port have finally put to bed Hudson's hatred of them. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Do, we, is yeah. it time to start tipping Port? <laughs> I think it <laughs> is. When they're on two games clear in the top of the ladder, and I think so. Is now the time to start tipping port? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Yeah, for our for our listeners listeners that don't know the good man Hudson Parker, which I don't know how they wouldn't know him because everyone knows him. He's the best. Anyway, and honestly, this this podcast is half footy chat, half Hudson Parker chat. Pretty much, <laughs> you'd have to know by now. But uh, Hudson has it has it out for Port. Um, never tips him. Never tips him. That's his thing. He thinks they're going to let you down. Um, which they, you know, historically, well, in the last few years, they've kind of, they really have. They've done, they've done this before with Ken Hinckley. They've been a, a fast starting team. They look like they play great football. They'll get to a spot where they look like they're likely to play finals or do something for the year, and then they, they let yeah. you down, merely. They've been flakier than French pastry. They have, <laughs> and, and I love my French pastry, and I'm not afraid to tip a French, uh, a nice, uh, a baguette or a croissant to my friend <laughs> if I have to. Um, but yeah, they. I think it's time to tip them because they are good, and they that game that they played against the Tigers on the weekend. Well, that's the headline, isn't it? Oh yeah, that was that was the game. That was probably the, at least the first half was the best first half I reckon of the year. Um, they also uh, people said the same thing about the Geelong West Coast game. I believe, yeah, that game as well yeah. was a, a real cracker. But I don't know, this one might have take, taken the cake for me. It was sizzling, man. I don't know if you watched much of it, but bits it, and pieces. I've just started a new job, but um, I oh, have, yes. I've been trying to keep up with it. Yeah, um, it's easier now that the footy's on all week round rather than just weekends because I am working weekends. But um, hey, this game go. was a corker. Mm, it was. It was. Um, I, 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 start. Just loving just on the. Uh, I was about to say the pressure was uh, off the charts because you know <laughs> there is an actual chart. There is a little chart, and often the pressure is off the charts. Which Get a is bigger chart. Of, like they need to work on the chart, don't they? <laughs> they do. <laughs> Stupid. I want to know. I want to know the formula to get the result there as well. Like and what, what what goes into it? What, and what does more. it go up to on the on the actual chart? It's like two twenty or something. Whatever that means. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. They've got all these colors there to identify oh, it's, for it's you. It's in like, the elite oh, gee, category, Bart. I'll tell you that much. They're in they're in the green end of the pressure chart, which you know is good. 
Uh, green, good. Red, bad. Bad. Bad pressure. But they, it, it goes above 220 or whatever is the top of the chart, and then it kind of can just go wherever. So can you have a game where you're at full 500 pressure? I don't know. I think so. I mean, it's surely it's possible. Infinite pressure. If anything over, what, 190 is elite, um, and the teams are regularly getting over the top of the pressure gauge of 220, I think they do need to look at it in mm. some sort of extension because you know it's clearly how do we know how do we know if it's elite and also it's what i'm finding interesting is it's taking the traditional gauge on pressure and flipping on its head normally when things are really high pressure you'd have like the color on the scale be red like it's hot it's about the high pressure but no no the afl have decided that the higher the pressure the chiller it is the more calm you should go on yeah yeah so you're really under a lot of pressure when you're not putting on a lot of pressure oh i see i see if you're in the red zone that you're under pressure inferred pressure because your lack of Actual pressure, right? I see. Okay. I see. You're they're right, quite right. smart down there in AFL. Yeah, they are. They, they are. That's they a got their charts. They got me. Yeah, they sure did. I think you're down there in the red zone, Millie, under a bit of pressure after that. Oh, blow. I got to lift my lift my pressure game. Well, Bart, hey, how about a curly question? How oh, here we go. That? All right. Um, um, uh, who's gonna win the flag? Oh, mate. Sona's mate. So, <laughs> oh wow, that is a curly question, dude. Jesus, it's also Christ. one that is not really that much fun to talk about. So how about no, this? No, um, give it to me. No, okay, I'll, okay, okay, I'll, okay. I'll tell you one. You take I'll it? tell you. I'll tell you. Go on then. The Brisbane Lions are going to win the flag. Hell yeah! Tell me why. Because they're going to play in Queensland. They're going to. They lost to Richmond the other week, and I reckon they learnt a lot from that. They have, you know, that society who's got some. Uh, some advantage over them, some mental advantage. They've beaten them the last few times pretty easily. But it feels like in, over the last few years, many years, let's say, Emil. Let's say. If you lose around this time, these are the times when you have those losses you need to have. You know, you're around 12, 13, 14, around this period. So maybe that was a loss for them they needed to have. They're still up in the top four. They're going along pretty nicely. They had last year where they made finals and kind of got showed up and they lost two of their finals. And they've kept developing yeah. this year and they're looking even better. And it's anyone's game. And if it's going to be played in Queensland, that'll, if it, if it is, we don't know, but it looks like it's either WA or Queensland. I reckon it's probably going to be Queensland. <clears throat> and playing at home counts for something. Feels it does. Like it could be their year. Well, it does. Yep. I like it. They are a game clear in second spot. My only question about them is the forward they mm. don't have they, just, they need another goal kicker they do someone who can be a reliable target up there because you know Hipwood and um, McInerney are, are, are solid players but they're not that player yet yeah and, and they also and have Cameron, some woes playing it, yeah, some he's, goal kicking he's, accuracy woes sorry, they have haven't they they've the last been couple of games have been shocking really poor and they could have yeah. put sides away they they could have dominated um, but they've really struggled in front of goal like very inaccurate um which is a bit of a concern, but something like that can just click, you know, and it can just click in a game or over a, a few weeks of games. So, yeah, but you're right. Charlie hurt his knee a little bit, but it doesn't look too serious, does it, Charlie Cameron? Yeah, no, it doesn't look too serious. But he hasn't been on his kind of former last year this, no, this year. No, the all. bike's in the mechanic. He's getting the, yeah. old, uh, <laughs> the old hot rod fixed up. Yeah, yeah, go get the hog service, you know, just stay in the shop. Every now and then. Buddy. 
Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, you need to get things looked at. You should go check your pipes if you haven't everyone out there. Our demographic's probably those who need to get themselves checked. So, uh-huh. you know, think about a prostate exam. That's right. This is um, a AF eloquence, a AMAF eloquence from the morning. AMAF eloquence. We're talking all things men's health here. All those uh, early risers. We know you're up and about. You've been up since 6.30, haven't you? How's if you that? get a story of a close scare or a family member with a close scare, please call in on www. Um, <laughs> uh, do you reckon anyone's going to fall out of the top eight uh, between now and the end of the season, the finals? Yeah, there's a there's a nervous part of me that's like, hey, wouldn't that be fun if the Saints fell out of the eight? <laughs> oh, come on now, that wasn't my leading question, but uh, no, I knew, I know it wasn't, I know. But now, uh, now but, that we uh, get there, how, how are you going to feel when the Saints fall out of the eight before? We're in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just oh, just for those yeah. listening who may not have the AFL app open in front of them, I'll just go through the top eight and uh, let's, let's, let's see if, let's see uh, if anyone's going to fall out. We got Port on top, a game clear. Brisbane second, one game behind them, but a game clear of the third best side, Geelong, who are equal on Ports. Points with West Coast um, in fourth place. Equal on points also with St Kilda in fifth place. Then it goes Richmond and Collingwood with that extra little uh, draw that they made. So they've got a half a game on the Giants who round out the eight in eighth spot. Um, Yeah, anyone going to fall out of there before the season ends? Yeah, I know it's obvious to say, isn't it? But you'd say one of those... uh, It'd be be either St Kilda... Collingwood or, or GWS would be more likely. I don't think any of those other clubs are coming yep. down. Yeah, they're not I coming down right. from up. I don't. There. I think you're right. Yeah, I think. I think it's. I think it's Collingwood at the moment. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, Collingwood. So we we both watched last night's game of Collingwood. Mm. Um, Adelaide versus Adelaide. Crows yeah. and Magpies. Two birds battled it out, and it was it was what like watching two birds fight. Swoopy boys. Yeah. Like a bit entertaining, but also you kind of yeah. feel bad for them. You don't yeah. want to see birds fighting. Um, yeah, that's what it felt like a little bit. Feathers all over the place. Yeah, oh, that's right. Just like keep swooping, keep flying. Um, but yeah, that game was pretty pretty tough to watch. Um, and Collingwood looked pretty dire, man. That was like... Adelaide had a real chance to win there. It was a slow start for the Pies. Um Took them until late in the third to really um, uh, take the game away from the Crows. And that's just because they couldn't fucking score. And, you know, the Crows are putting on good pressure around the ball, but uh, Collingwood should be a class above if you look at their ladder position. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that they're missing... too. 100%. And you'd think they have the depth, right? I know they're missing Trelaw, Pendlebury. Pendlebury. Um, this is some big outs. Who's their other mid that's out? Uh, midfielder, I'm not sure, but um, someone else they've got the defensive kind of they've lost a few defensive players as well. Yeah, um, you know, Quainor and Howe and and um, Moore didn't play either last night. No, he didn't, did he? Um, no, I actually don't know yeah. why. I didn't, I haven't read as to why. I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, it's hard to keep up with the football cycle. It is a bit that. tough. It's also really hard, as we mentioned the other week. It's really tough tipping during this period, isn't it? Because you're tipping games that are you know a few days ahead and the teams aren't out and they might rest people and manage teams and it is a, a tipster's nightmare Emil. it is um but yeah the pies are looking a bit worrying shaky a bit yeah. shaky collie wobbles yeah. but of course you know it makes sense they're a bunch of criminals <laughs> so they've got a lot of um a lot of stress now's a tricky time for them they're getting you know stopped regularly tested on this and that and then just they stress out that it might be something more don't get me um Mm-hmm. I reckon, yeah. I think, you know, they've got a much vaunted midfield brigade, the Pies. Um, you know, everyone talks about how how good their midfield is, is their, you know, primary strength. 
I reckon that um, they are good, but I suspect we're seeing what we're seeing now is what happens when you take Scott Penabry out of any team. If they had a Scott Penabry, he's just the kind of player that um, makes. I know it's, uh, it's a fucking hack footy phrase and everyone said it, but he's the kind of player who makes other players better around him. But he really is. And I think what we're seeing the last little while is just how much he impacts the rest of the, the, the on-ball brigade. Like by bringing them into the game, creating space for them, um, them knowing what their role is in relation to his. Um, I think that the kind of cliff that Collingwood have fallen off since Penelbury's been out is indicative of just how important he is to them and how good he is. That's such a good point. You don't, I don't really think about him um, because he's like part of the furniture at at, uh, the Holden center, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but you don't think, do you? You don't, I just think of Collingwood and you think Penderbury's there and he's been there for what feels like two decades, maybe, maybe five. Um, And you just kind of get used to it, don't you? I think it's a really good point. You kind of, cause, cause he's also kind of underrated still cause he won't take, or he's been underrated his whole career, even though, He's you know, rarely, people he's, rate no, him, but he's, he's, but going into seasons, he's rarely been in the conversation for like, who's going to win the Brownlow. It's like, oh yeah, he's in the top 15, 20 players or 10 players in the, in the comp, but he, he's rarely in that comp, in that mix. That's right. But if there was a Brownlow for consistency, he would be probably the one, right? Because he's just, yeah. he's been this good for, yeah, the better part of 15 odd years and does so much for the team and, and he's, by all accounts, you know, with a team full of crims, he does seem like one of the better people at the club, right? Yeah. Like, Pendlebury yeah. seems like a nice person, I, I believe. Yeah, he'd, he'd, only, he'd only rip you off online or something rather than, you know. Yeah, that's right. There'd be no violent crime. No, he'd, it'd be white-collar crimes for Pendlebury. I think so. Nothing. And, and probably like a Robin Hood situation. Yeah, you know? that's right. He'd be... Yeah, that exactly. He'd be taking some taking some extra commission off someone, you know, Yeah, or like, doesn't you know... It. Yeah, scamming bankers out of their hard-earned, or, or you know, or actually not hard-earned, they're easy-earned, sorry. Yes, that's right. And ironically, when he's in there scamming the bankers, he's actually got just heaps more time and space than like n- <laughs> normally other bank robbers or like <laughs> crims will have. Well, you, you, it, most most bag, most uh, most scammers don't actually have a basketball background, Bart, so um, I think that helps Does him he? out in that. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't, know if, you know, I don't know if you knew. Yeah, he, he played a little bit of basketball. Well, uh, that makes uh, sense. Actually, at a representative level, so. Oh, gee, okay. Well, that's why. When you see him in there robbing banks, he, he holds up the, like, money bag with the dollar sign on it, and he'll go to, like, the cops to, like, kind of, you know, sell them a bit of candy. Oh, he's surrendering. And they get caught cool, yeah. um, money bag watching. Money <laughs> and bag. he's just out. He's dished out the, the money bag. Ooh, follow the money, follow the money. Yeah. Where's Pendles, it Who knows? It? He's gone. Bow. Unbelievable, and the cops are oh, just yeah. like, "Wow, so much escaped time, again, so oh, much space." Gee, we, we thought we had him. He's incredible. Get anyway. out of jail, free Pendlebury. <laughs> yeah. Scott free, Scott free. That's much better. God damn! Look, the latte well is just kicking in, my friend. <laughs> Nine thirty. I'm, I'm yet to caffeine up. So. Are you? Well, well yeah. done. Jeez, oh. you're a braver man than I, Emil. Oh, it's a bit. Of, it's a. It's a health thing. Let's. Uh, anyway. This oh, is an AM, AM, AM eloquence, <laughs> so uh, if you're wanting to get your sleep back on track, then maybe think about drinking coffee after 10 AM. Uh, all right, so I, all right, you reckon that the Saints or Collingwood or Giants are the, the likely teams. Yeah. I think, I think Collingwood, if they don't get penalty back, even if they do, it might be too late because they just can't fucking score. Um, mm. I know. Yeah, they. It, who do they need to fix those woes? Like, 
because well, even have with the player, the, I don't. They actually just don't to... have the player. Even I guess to go, you know, it works when it's maybe you have a big toll, but Cox really isn't it. But then those, you know, your smalls like Stevenson and Dugowie, and they don't look as good, do they? When they're not all in in there together, like Stevenson doesn't really look like half the player he was in these first couple of years because he's, the people around him, the support around him's not there. So I don't know. He doesn't. Well, he was right in the conversation with uh, with Walsh uh, in terms of the, the players of that draft year. But now you look at it now, he's right out of that mix. Yeah. Oh, no. He's one year before um, Walsh and the oh. big super-duper one. But he's in the he's the year oh, that's right. Adam Chera, Brayshaw, Hunter Clark, Caulfield, Aaron Norton, yada, yada, yada. But he was kind of talked about as the yeah the big steal of the draft for pick so five. He went at pick 10 or something. I think he went heart. pick five or six. No, six. He went pick six because he went okay. one spot before Hunter Clark. And yes, he had the heart or some kind of heart issues. And they thought he might have slid down to like late teens. And then Collingwood swooped on him at pick six, which looked like a great, um, a great pick because he came out and well, he won the rising star and then... You know, but who knows though? Will he be a Nick Rewalt rising star winner or will he be a Lewis Taylor rising star winner? Mm, or a Daniel right. Rich rising star go. winner? Mm-hmm. Or a... Uh, uh, what's his name? Or Colin a Colin Sylvia, Sylvia uh, rising star winner. Or a... Uh, what's the... Uh, Reese Palmer. There's or a Reese Palmer. That's a good one. A Reese Palmer. Or a... Uh, who Ooh. knows? Who he knows? Could be someone else. He might now, be. He might be a... You know. He might forge his own path. Let's hope for Jaden Stevenson, the the most <laughs> bogan spelling of Jaden that I think you can. Jaden, Jaden. Anyway, enough about those pies. Yeah, fucking a. Um, Fuck. oh, oh. yeah, except that they might drop out the eight. I fucking hope they do. Well, let's hope. Um, the, That'd the be Jaws awesome. Could though. too, but who? Who? All right, and who? On the flip side, who's the most likely to replace them? Because that's the thing about it is that. Those three teams, well, I don't think St Kilda are in that mix as much. They don't have the proven, you know, record, but they're still a game more advanced than Giants are at the moment. Say, yes, half a game than Collingwood. So yeah. I don't put them in the same category as your pessimistic Saints brain. Does. No, for but, sure. Um, it was a sting though. Is, losing about ten percent on uh, our percentage was like one twenty four, and now we're one eleven. Yeah. So we kind of lost nearly two games worth of. Uh, from that yeah. July. Well, it's the difference between third spot and, and um, fifth spot. Fifth, yeah. Uh, but who's going to replace them? Because that's, the that's the thing. There needs to be someone, and no one's fucking standing up at the moment out of that eight-shaping group. Um, it's more, yeah. they're, more, they're more eight levers at the moment. Yeah, it's a really tough one. So the next three, just from like ninth to twelfth, let's say, is, is yep. Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, Essendon, and Gold Coast. The Gold Coast being tied with uh, your boys, the Blues, Freo and Hawthorne Freo, all on. Yeah. Okay. That's, that takes us all the way down to 15th. But, you know, so Melbourne and Essendon are sitting there on 20 points and they have... Well, Essendon's got two games up the sleeve because they've got to play tonight as the last. Oh, yeah. So they, if they win tonight, they are just out of the eight on percentage. But yeah, they, they can't have another increase game. the percentage enough. They're on 88.7 and Giants are on 104, so... But That's a right, really another game low in hand. percentage to Super be. Super low. <clears throat> um, like a very low percentage. And uh, SNN are hard to trust at the moment. Um, and they're injured still. And, you know, they're, they're playing some some young players, uh, particularly because of their forward line woes. The Doggies just don't look much like it either. They're, I watched them on the weekend and 
Same. I'm, I know we talked about Josh Bruce and like Norton was fresh back. He hadn't played in a long time and he looked like he hadn't played in a long time, which is always unfortunate. I think the optimist in me is like, Norton's going to come back and kick a bag. Well, the thing is, Norton came onto the scene so quickly and, and dispelled all those, you know, all those um, uh, tried and true footyisms that big men take time by not taking any time at all. So coming back from injury, I think it's fair to assume that he's not going to take the time. Well, the, yeah, I thought so. Maybe it's just a week. Maybe it's a week of, of uh, teething issues and then he'll be back because they need him. Mitch Wallace is their leading uh, goal yeah. kicker. And, and he's been great. He's but... been really good. And Josh mm. Bruce has been pretty freaking woeful. Um, awful. Really awful. Here's one for you. I know that Collingwood were... <laughs> I can't stop talking about bloody Collingwood. We're, you know, we're Australians. Right? We glorify our criminals, don't we? We love a good crim story. Ned we Kelly, do. the Collingwood True Football crime. Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Can't get off him. But if... Scott Pendlebury, White Collar Crime. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pendles. Space and time in the bank. Um, yeah. Josh Bruce was talking about going to Collingwood last year, and they had a bit of interest in him. And it's now it feels like a, that could have been an all right fit. He's not their main person though, so it might not have worked. He might have been fallen victim to the same kind of things that are happening with him at the Bulldogs, where he's the main man and he's just getting targeted and it's not really working. Um, but that that could have been an, an interesting one for for the Pies if they got him in pretty cheap. But well, who knows? Someone. D- Darcy, was it Darcy Cameron? Darcy Cameron. He started to show he, something he as well. Some, yeah, he showed some stuff. He end. did, didn't he? That was his yeah, best yeah. game, I think, for mm. for the Pies. I don't know how many games. He might have only played a game at Sydney or a few games. I'm not actually sure. That's where he, yeah, that's where yeah. he came from. Mm. Um, but yeah, gee, gee, man, the dogs, I don't know. You can't can't really trust them, can you? Out of those those clubs just sitting out of the eight, it's Melbourne, Essen and Western Bulldogs. They're, they're kind of <sighs> some of the most untrustworthy teams. I um, mean, yeah, they, yeah. Melbourne is like Melbourne's Melbourne percentage is one oh nine. Pretty dang good. So when they they're a, when they're winning, they're they're beating teams. They're beating them up. And yeah. okay, I did watch North Melbourne and Melbourne play yeah, I, in I this a little bit of this past week of football, wasn't it? Yes. Could have been three weeks ago for all I know. But time it, means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what is time? But they that was a bit of a grind. It was a bit of a grind. It was the skills were pretty deplorable, but when Melbourne kicked into gear, you yeah. see little glimpses and you're like, oh, you you could be freaking awesome, couldn't you? There's still elements there of that of that team that went to the prelim, um, you know, and Petrarca's, <clears throat> this is not too much of a hot take, but he's, this is his year, he's come on oh, yeah. so much and he, when he's busting through the midfield, he looks a level above, like he really does. They, no one can tackle him and I think it's just their... Um, their inside 50 kicks, their, their connection between their mids and their forwards has been like a bit of an issue. But Kaziah Pickett, Cozzy Pickett is, he's changing that for them. I saw him, he hit up players inside 50 a few times on the weekend that were like, oh, there you go. Having a good ball user inside to your, to your forwards. Um, and Wiedemann was coming all right. I don't know. There's a little bit of hope there for the D's, isn't there? Definitely. Definitely hope. I mean, two in a row. They are sh- shaving that eight. They are. They've got a game at the sleeve too. That's right. They're, they're, they're pressing the case. Against um, the Dons, which is interesting. Sorry, mate. Against the Dons, which is interesting. Yeah, true. That could be a, that could be a finals kind of, you know, playing off for the for a final spot. Oh, that's... Wouldn't oh, that be... Oh, that's good? cool. Yes. Ooh. Oh, if we can dare to can dream. that somehow. Yes. If they're ninth and 10th and they're playing oh. off for a spot 
for that eighth spot for the the poor Giants to fall out or Co- Collingwood to sure. fall out. That's Collingwood, we yes, want. That's the Collingwood's one. holding on in eighth, and then it's out of their control. They've done all they can do. It's Melbourne versus Melbourne, Essendon. It's the last game of the home and away season. The one that was postponed. The first to be postponed. The last to be played. Oh yeah, for a spot in the eight. That's awesome. That's that's pretty great. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. That's a tantalising game. Um, knowing Mel- knowing Melbourne, they'd probably draw it and then fall. <laughs> not in, yeah. Fall to ninth. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about that year when? Um, just to put the boot into Melbourne a little bit, when they needed. So they were they were pretty much home. They were, they thought they were home in the eight. They needed to like win their last game to really make sure of it, but they didn't. But they were like, well, it's not going to matter because I believe the teams were like West Coast and Adelaide, and I think yeah. West Coast was playing maybe in Adelaide, but Adelaide, oh gosh, whatever it was, the team should have won who was playing at home. Let's say it was Adelaide, and it was like Adelaide are going to win. They're playing at home. Yeah, They're this good is now. During Adelaide's pomp and yes, it was yeah, yeah it was, probably was in. 2017. Um, was. I reckon it would have been. And Melbourne <laughs> looked home and they needed, it was like they needed Adelaide to either win or lose yes. by up to like 20 okay, points. So I've pulled the round up. Thank I've you. The round up. Um, <laughs> all right. So <clears throat> am I kind of right? right they'll, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were playing Collingwood and they'd been, Melbourne had been flying at that point And I can't remember where Collingwood were on the, at the ladder at that, at that moment. But anyway, um, Melbourne was certainly they you know they still had their destiny in their hands. They lost the game, but then they needed the Crows to beat the Eagles over in Perth. But the Crows were flying top of the ladder by a long stretch. Had the best forward line that people had seen in twenty years. Um, and then the Eagles got up over them by twenty nine points and denied them by like point one something of a percentage. It was tiny, tiny, ridiculous. Oh, and yeah. and the demons had the demons had printed out their program they had or their membership thing which was like we're ready for finals here we come and they get printed. your tickets it went yeah. to print and yeah. they so funnily enough not many people know this but the, when they sent that out to their members they also sent out little vials of bath water to be drunk <laughs> alongside it oh my word they really did it to themselves didn't they yeah man oh hey. <laughs> pop your cheese boards out oh dear wow Thoughts and prayers, um, the demons. So, we reckon that it's probably th- those three teams. I mean, th- with a, with a sneaky sniff for the Suns and and I guess Carlton and um, probably Frio and Frio as well. I, I guess maybe Hawthorne. but really Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, and Essendon are the the realistic chances of jumping in there. Um, yeah, and the, the Suns beat the those, Dons tonight. Maybe maybe they're a bit more in the convo, but uh, too too right. Who who do you um who do you most want to see in finals out of those? So let's just narrow it down to those three teams: Melbourne Bulldogs and Essendon. Hmm. As a neutral fan, I yep. think the Bulldogs because I Me just too. like them probably the most out of those three. Um, and if they sneak into the eight, it'll always be that little. They're a ca- that, yeah, that, exactly. Like, you know they've done it before, and you know. Yeah, and and nothing against Melbourne and the and um, Essendon, or maybe everything against them, but they're very much like my team in that they're not very reliable, so they easily could just be. Well, both of them were making up the numbers the last couple of times they've made finals. So, what makes me think they wouldn't do it again? Essendon have been making up the numbers in finals for twenty years, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> whereas, um, whereas. Western Bulldogs, if they if they make it into eighth spot, or dare I say, 
seventh spot. Mm-hmm. That's what they like to. That's pole position that's, for them. That's the premiership window for the, yeah, that's, for the that's, Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, seventh is the spot. That's the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. The premiership spot. Yeah. Uh, look, Melbourne, I, I would be interested to see what happens to Melbourne if they played some finals. Maybe maybe they'd have another a better crack at it this time around. But Absolutely. See, the gulf between their best and worst is fucking huge. So I just worry about it. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. They can get all it all right. right though. They're dangerous and they can score. If they kick accurately, a, yeah. they can freaking score pretty quickly and they've got a massive truck, Petrucca, in the middle. Yeah, man. Um, anything else from this uh, week's games that caught your eye? Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about our teams. Uh, yeah. The Saints. Now, we, we, we had chats that were not podcast chats during the week where we talked mm. about the football but unfortunately we didn't re- record or release those for you fine people um, but t- give us a little recap of your thoughts on the Saints uh, before and then after this game Bart yeah so before this game we had um, excuse me played the Gold Coast um, if we're going back to there we'll just quickly touch on that one because it's old news now but true I think we were starting to look a little bit tired um, that game that we we beat them it was a really mature, yeah, just mm. just one, which we always have close games against the Gold Coast. Um, it was a really mature uh, showing for us because we got pushed a few times. We got questioned and we kind of kept responding and um, we weren't playing the best football, but we got over the line um, and did what we needed to do, which was, which was great. And that gave us our fourth win in a row, which is rare air for the Saints, as we know. Um, and then that rolled into, you know, a four-day break to then play Geelong. I don't really think the four-day break... Oh, we, we, we looked tired against the Cats, but I smelt this loss coming. It felt like it was probably time to uh, have a loss. Um, and Geelong, really, it, was, it, it, it isn't really anything to do with us. It was because Geelong were a great team who... Uh, they're just such professionals, aren't they? You look at them, mm. their, their organisation across the ground. Like, we weren't getting... The reason we couldn't move our ball the ball movement from the defensive 50 and in, uh, through the ground was because they their pressure was so good and because they were so well set up. Uh, I heard it was off the charts, merely, their pressure. Whoa, over 220? Yeah. Shit. Somehow, in the green zone. Um, Damn. I think they're coming for oh, me, merely. It's coming for Pendlebury, I think. Oh, Pendles. That's right, he's up here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm living pretty close to the city, so the... Uh, <laughs> He's probably in there, <laughs> in the NAB building. Um, <laughs> yes, um... Yeah, dude. Look, the cats look pretty good, and they've got they do have it over us. A hoodoo. It is the year for breaking hoodoos, but we did look a bit tired. We had a few. Paddy Ryder out was a massive out for us. Zach Jones out was a massive out. He's our biggest grunt uh, in the midfield. Him and Steele, and they just bullied us. They looked older, more experienced. Uh, I was just thinking, better in got, every line. You've got Zach Jones in the middle. But you've got lots of players in the team with the name of Jack. So you've got Zach Jones in the middle and Jack Zones everywhere else in the ground. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Jack's on every on every line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it'd be a hard game to call against the Saints. Also, because you've got Tim Membry, and then you've got what looks like a like shrunken Tim Membry in Dean Kent. Dean Kent. Yeah. Just to like like one of those old things you used to pop memory. in water and yeah, mini memory in Dean Kent. And yeah. then about seven or eight Jacks and then Zach Jones. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm not too phased. That I was surprised at the margin. I thought we were probably going to look. Look, I tipped us because you can't not tip your team when you're four in a row and you're top two. That kind of, it just seems silly. But Jackson Trickett is another friend of the pod and a big Saints fan. Um, him and I called up and we were like, what do you think? And we were both just exactly the same. Like, I don't think we're going to win. 
doesn't feel like it. And then we haven't been like that with other games. We're like, no, we should, I reckon we'll win. And this one, we both were like, this feels like one will drop. It feels like it feels yeah, fitting. Um, mm. uh, but not by that much, which is a real shame because, it, as we mentioned before, 10% off our percentage is big and it dropped us down out of the top four. So it could be a game that costs us. But the one thing that did piss me off a bit, Millie, in terms of commentary and the media, but this is just them shaping a story. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. Making, the commentary yeah, and the media I got some kind issues. of annoyed you? Yeah, oh yeah. I got a few things to say. Hey. <laughs> um, they kept All on right. harping on about how this is a real test for the Saints. This is the test for them. This will be the one that, like, you know, if they can do this, and then they're contenders or whatever. When they've been harping on about this fucking game of the year between Port and Richmond, Port, the uh, top of the ladder team, by a clear by a win, and, and in Richmond, the reigning... Premiers, uh, a team that's done it all over the past three years, and th- these teams had played a couple of days earlier. But and uh, yes, St Kilda's played both of those teams. Yes, St Kilda beat both of those teams. One of them, the top of the table, Port at home. But now nah, this is the real test. This is the one. This is the I test count for nothing. Yeah, don't worry about that sizzling game in the round that you bo- you beat them both. This is the test. Uh, Geelong sitting at sixth place <laughs> after four days. Yeah, after a four day turnaround, you've won yeah. four in a row. If you can win this one, uh, I know. Then that, we'll start uh, taking you seriously. Yeah, it's like you said that about Port. Um, but that's uh, that's the. Well, we're still saying it about Port, to be fair. So. Well, that's true. Particularly our uh, Mrs. Hudson hates. Yes, he does. Yeah, no, uh, I understand why. Yes. And and just to briefly touch on the West Coast Blues game, yes, please. Good, good to match uh, a team that's playing, you know, such good football for seventy five percent of the game. And shame, shame not to, shame not to be able to hold on to a, a lead as we've shown a lot this year. It's just um, one quarter, isn't it? Sorry to cut you, but yeah, no, you're right. You're one right. leaky yeah. quarter that the Blues will part play. Yeah, and look, even the first quarter we had. Um, the had the ascension for a lot of it, but then they came came home strong at the end of the quarter. Same with the third, I want to say. Um, yeah, just just frustrating, and it it wasn't like to see. But then there are good parts too. You know, you see Tom DeKernan come come in, and he was better against Nick Nat than our boy Mark Pittnett. And I I got a lot of love for Mark Pittnett, but um, DeKernan was actually. He, he's got a better jump and is not as kind of... I think a lot of the commentary team and a lot of people thought that maybe he'd be a, you know easy to muscle out of the contest, but he's, he's stronger than people give him credit for. He's, he's a big boy um, and almost took a fucking killer mark. He does that a bit in the in the twos, so look out for that when he gets a few more games under his belt. Um, not only that, but Matt Cottrell uh, was good. Good, good debut for the club off a wing. I think he'll get a few, a few more games. He's an elite runner and big he, Blues he, fan too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got. There's this great photo of him with Eddie Betts when he's about you know twelve and Eddie's like Eddie's first stint at Carlton, um, and now the, you know here we are, tw- fifteen years later or whatever it is, um, and then also Vi- uh, Zach Fisher coming in and playing that small forward role for us and kicking four goals like beautiful. Um, they 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 executed the game plan pretty well, and we controlled the ball for passages of play that um, were really mature. Uh, working the ball around the perimeter and then finding the in, inside fifty rather than um, just going hell for leather, blazing and, away. Yeah, often this year when we've been really good, it's been like through weight of um, possession and, and moving it forward that way. 
Um, but this was a bit more of a mature kind of picking it through, picking through the Weagle's web. Um, and it worked for a lot of it. So, oh, yeah. Over there, I, I, dude. Gee, uh, Optus, like at home against the, yeah. the Eagles, and they like to punch down the Eagles. They are flat track bullies. So I was scared for your Blues. I reckon that's not a bad crack. Losing by 22 points or 23 points is um is a pretty good effort over there. Yeah. God, the noise of information thing. Though. It's real. God damn. <laughs> it's God damn. And that's why you're, that's what that's, gives credit to your Brisbane call as well. Cause it really fucking makes a difference. Oh, man. it's was, only human. Remember, we, we know about those umpires. They just yeah. want to be loved, held, told they're loved. doing a good job. Yeah. Like all of us. Get a little pat on the back. And a little pat. They like to I, sizzle up, you know, work up to a holding the ball call when you, the crowd's cheering you're on. It's the closest they get to uh, to a, like a cheer, right? They don't get clapped True. off the ground. Their biggest no. cheers come from big dramatic um, oh, holding the oh. ball decisions. Or See the arms go yeah. flow out. <laughs> big jazz fingers as you drop them down. <laughs> mm, yeah, dude. Yeah, there was just, it just, I don't know. I hate complaining about umpires. I've talked about this, but... um. It, it's, it hurts. Uh, it's hard it hurts. to nod at the moment because every, everyone's getting them. You. And everyone's yeah. getting them. That's at, the, at least it's not just one side that's being royally fucked. It's like every team in kind of every game. But there's definitely moments that are yeah. more, that hurt more. And it's been in the times generally when it's uh, away teams playing at a, uh, a dominant venue. like uh, Give us the shit calls against Fremantle this week. Don't give us the shit calls against West Coast when we've got a real chance of beating them. God Damn. I know. <laughs> that one on Samo wasn't great, but um nah. hey. There's a few there were a few. Yeah, but hey look, not bad, man. Not bad, right? Yeah, look, we're Zach Fisher. It, we love we're Zach ma- Fisher. We're consistently matching it with the top teams, so uh blue skies ahead, you know, later this year or the next. Mm-hmm. I man, I'm looking forward to next year already. I next mean, year we're not gonna write it off. I know, there's always so soon, ne- but there's always next year. When when I'm thinking about the players who have got to come back from injury and the development this year, I'm getting pretty, pretty there's, excited. There's reason it. to be excited as a blues fan. Alright, should we go into next week? Let's do it. We've got about five mins, I reckon. Five All or right. so mins. We're Let's gonna punch go it and out. do some work. Um, well, it's perfect because I know nothing about football and my tips have been awful. So let's yeah. the faster we do it, the, the quicker people will forget. Uh, and I'm all for it's that. Tough. Uh, yeah. All right, tonight, I mean, we did put our tips up on the social media, but let's just do tonight's game. Uh, tonight mm-hmm. at uh, Metricon, 7.10pm, it's the Suns taking on Essendon. Um, could be a, you're right, it could be a very good game. Um, I can't remember who I tipped in our social media, but I'm tipping Gold Coast at yeah. this point in time. I think you tipped them then, and I think you're tipping them now, and I'm also tipping Gold Coast. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting game. I hope it is. The Go- I'm tipping Gold Coast purely on the way they play their football. They just seem like they're enjoying the their game. They play pretty quick football. They're playing a good team game, and I don't know, there's a bit more pressure on Essendon. They're still, as we know, they've got their struggles. It's a game they, they, they probably should win if they want to play finals, the Dons, but I'm nervous for them because I reckon Gold Coast, are, they're not, they don't roll over anymore. They'll, they'll stick in there for four quarters and it's at home for them. don't know. I'm feeling the Gold Coast, but who knows, Emil? Really? This, this could be the moment where Essendon turns their season around. They, 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 they are partial to a late-season flourish. Yeah, they do like a late season flourish, that's for sure. And mm. maybe this is maybe the GC, maybe the sun will shine Could be. on Gold Coast. Uh, All right. be, yeah. uh, followed by tomorrow night, uh, new round over in Perth. New round, yeah, round twelve. Uh, yeah. The Swans taking on the Giants in the Quarantine Cup, um, playing each other, of course, before they can play the WA sides to 
conform with right. protocol. So what um, is it over there? The, the battle the, of the, the, the battle of the footbridge. Yeah, the Battle of the Swan Street Bridge, I, I guess. I oh, know yeah. Swan Street, Swan River Bridge. Swan River Bridge. bridge Let's see. Surely there there's a, a bridge there. Bridge in Perth. Never there's a footbridge so over there, up to say. There yeah, is, true. yeah. Um, well, what do you, tell me your thoughts on this game while I look up bridges in Perth. Cause nice, nice one. I think that um, the Giants are just doing what they have to do to stay uh, relevant or stay in touch with the eight. Of course, they're in eighth spot. They're still not really churning along, but we know they're very deadly inside 50 when they get the ball in there. They're very efficient. Um, Sydney, you know, Sydney are rebuilding. Papley's a star, um, <laughs> a, uh, a diving, yeah. uh, staging a star. F- a falling star, yeah. A falling star, a shooting star. Um, but I think, I think the, um, sorry, I think the Giants should get over them. They, they've got the history over them. They've got a better side and they should win this game. Even so if the it's bridge, over there at Optus. The bridge that goes from the city side over to near Perth Stadium, there mm-hmm. is a footbridge. That, mm-hmm. That's called the Madagarup Bridge. Looks gorgeous. Love to give it to that. Um, but I, I just, the name of this one, the Goongoonup Bridge, I just can't go past. So we're going to yeah, go definitely. to the Goongoonup game. It's the Battle of the Goongoonup. Battle of the Bridge, the Goongoonup game. And you know the Goongoonup Bridge, and you know how much the Giants love this title. This is their bridge. They'll fight for that territory. As though it was mm-hmm. the Anzac Bridge back home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going the uh, I'm going the Giants too. Hell yeah! Look at us um, go tipping oof. tipsters stars. Oof. All right, good good summation. Loved it, by the way. Oh, thank I, you very um, much. Couldn't yes. have done it as succinct, succinctly or accurately. Well, my um, latte's kicked in, so apparently yes, yeah, this is a, it's so, a drug, my friend. So I'm high. I'm high. It's now. almost ten o'clock, go. so I'm ready to start flying. Yeah, yeah. Um, at Metricon Stadium, um, it's the third place Cats taking on the first place Port. This hot game of footy. Hot game of footy. I'm getting burnt just looking at it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, can the power maintain their winning ways or can the uh, resurgent Cats take them down a peg or two? I reckon, just to give everyone the, the little bit of um, little bit of doubt, re- return Hudson, you know, make Hudson fit. This is the game Hudson's going to tip the power. That's my tip. And uh, oh. it's, the ga- it's the game that's going to burn him again for the probably the next five years about tipping the power. So he's going to tip him and the Cats are going to win. That's great logic. That's really good. You're <laughs> nearly convincing me to tip Geelong, but I'm not going to. No, fair. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. I hope that Hudson tips Port and I hope Geelong win just for that. But for my tip's sake, I think that... Um, Port, uh, Port are a bigger side than those Saints. Where we lost to Geelong, it's just going off that last game, and it feels ridiculous to, to, to not tip Geelong after that dominant performance. But where we lost, I don't think Port will lose as easily. They've got a bigger midfield. They've got Boak, they've got Ollie Wines, they've got Sam Pau Pepper, and they've got a solid back line, a big, big units, Clory and Jonas, and this is Port Adelaide. Um, and I, I think they all stand up a bit tougher than the Saints did also they have got if, if if the day's break counts for anything it's a four day break for Geelong and it's a six day break for Port so Port come off that good win against the Tigers and now they play on neutral territory at Metricon um, cracking game I think Port because they've just been a bit better all year really but Geelong yep. looks great the other day and let's see it's, <laughs> let's it's, see it's the smart tip. it's the smart tip but I'm, I'm going for um yeah, going for a, a to disappoint a friend. It's a, the, oh hell yeah, that's a far more. Uh, that's a lot more fun than uh, than going for the proper tips. I'm all for disappointing friends, Emil. Uh, uh, Saturday the fifteenth of August at Metricon again, two thirty. Um, 
Melbourne, it's sorry, North Melbourne taking on the Lions. Um, North Melbourne, no good. Lions, quite good. Lions. Yeah, Lions are good. Roos aren't good. No Cunnington, no North Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, North are in all sorts of fucking trouble. Yeah, they are, aren't they? They've got some good young players there. We can uh, we could talk on them more if I didn't have a gig in forty minutes time. Yeah, to do, but well, um, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's 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 put a pin in it and have a little chat about North next week, perhaps. Yeah, let's not pr- make too many promises, but uh, yeah, yeah oh, we exactly. love disappointing friends. <laughs> <We've>, after <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey Alex Mansell, we're looking at you, my friend. It's yeah, coming. Yeah. The Collingwood deep dive is coming. <laughs> we're talking oh. our lawyers. Mm. Um, 5.10pm, same day, at the Gabba, Melbourne taking on Collingwood. Ooh, uh, shit, I'm going to go for the fantasy, oh, fuck, yeah, why not? I'm going to I'm gonna push the boat out this week and really, really make a jump for it. I'm going to go for the Ds so in my this baby. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it too. I watched them both, you know, maybe Collingwood will get their shit together when they play another Victorian side. I don't know that they're used to beating or what. I don't know how they think what's, what's in the minds of these Collingwood players. But if Melbourne can get their ball movement going and through the middle and get it to their forwards, like they can do, they're, they're looking all right. I really hope they win. That'd be sweet. Mm. Go D's. It's the queen's birthday. That's not the queen's birthday. Uh, and we know that the D's always love to get up at the queen's birthday. Oh yeah. The Mayblooms. The futures, <laughs> bloody red legs. The red legs. Um, eight, eight, ten at uh, over in uh, Perth. It's the final Perth game for the Blues, taking on the Dockers. Fourteenth side taking on the thirteenth side in a battle of the dark jumpers. Um, God, I'm pretty nervous. Love to love to get a win over in Perth, and um, we should we should beat them. But they've been playing pretty good footy, um, and I don't feel like it's a. I don't feel very confident at all. But I am going to tip the Blues. Yeah, how do you normally go? Just off the top of your head, the last few times against Freya, what's the kind of matchups you guys normally have? Um, we had a good win against them, I think, last year over in WA. Um, so we tend to do all right. Um, obviously, in their dominant era, um, when they were playing in finals, um, uh, when they were playing in finals and they were winning finals, they were way, you know, they were beating us by a lot. But in the in the last little while, since we've both been struggling, it's been pretty even. Yeah, okay, I, I think I'm going to tip Carlton. It, it's a hard game. Frio have looked all right, haven't they? They've got some young players. That yeah, they have. Pretty, pretty good, but they're still... Walters is still out. I'm not sure when he's back. Who knows? I think the Blues will win, man. It's, it's freaking hard, though. You're, you're due for a win. You did, That's a good crack against West Coast, and then that was a bad loss against Hawthorne. But you've been in WA for a while now, so let's hope you're settled in enough to be able to knock off the Dockers. But, yeah, Carlton for me. And... Yeah, I reckon that um, with our you know, big glut of WA born and bred players, I reckon they'll be very, very keen to get a uh, get a win over in the West and show their home supporters and family that they uh, that they can do it. Was there any? Uh, was there many um, Blues fans there in the crowd? Yeah, man, it, it felt like almost half and half against oh, West then, Coast. Then, then that's awesome. And it, Definitely yeah. lock them in, man. Blues. Oh, it kind of it kind of destroys my argument about noise of affirmation. No, there were barely any blue supporters there. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the West Eagles fans are just um, they've trained in the art of um, Alexander the technique. They've got resonant voices. They um, when they scream, <laughs> holding the ball. Um, maybe I don't know. Oh, that's possible. Um, mm. 105 on Sunday. Uh, it's the Bulldogs taking on the Crows. Um, Bulldogs are gonna. This is not the one that the Crows are going to win. Go Bulldogs. Yep. Me too. Go Doggies. Um, at 3.30, it's your Saints taking on the flaky old Dons. Mm. We've been... Uh, yeah, Gabba. Yeah, we... Um, who knows how we're going to play there, but we've 
we've had it over Essendon in the last couple of years. Even when they've been pretty good, we kind of we have pretty good contests with them. Um, I think we should win. We should respond after last week. Let's see where Essendon are out. They've got a game in between. It's kind of hard, isn't it? There's two. They got to play another team before this game. So who knows what the teams will be? But right now, where it stands, I think we will win this one, or we'd want to win. If we lose it, it's a it was going to start to get tougher for us. If we lose the next couple, we'll be like, oh, gee, eight, the eight's tough. <laughs> yeah, and all those uh, all those media personalities will gleefully come out and uh, start to put the boot into poor oh, and Kilda. They've been waiting, they man. It. They, they have been it. waiting. David King will be the first one there with his oversized boot. Yeah, you know, just got some real concerns about the Saints. Real yeah. concerns. Yeah, no, they haven't got it together. They uh, looked good early in the season. But, yeah. He'll be vindicated. Um, 6-10, Optus uh, Stadium. West Coast Eagles taking on Hawthorne in their also the Hawks final uh, Optus game. Um, West Coast should easily take care of Hawthorne, who, um, yeah, apart from that, apart from that good win against the Blues, um, mm. haven't looked like it. Yeah, and it wasn't they didn't really fool anyone when they beat the Blues. That was just you know a last little ditch, <clears throat> last little puff of energy. Ugh, they added strength for one more knockout blow, and. Um, and it was unfortunate that it was your Blues that, that copped yeah, the blow. The weight of 15 years was on their side as well, psychologically yeah, speaking. Absolutely, because they looked shit-outs against Frio. That was dire. Um, Sicily took a great grab. That's about all I'll say. Who, yeah. Look, West Coast should win this game. But Sicily did take a good grab. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one good mark from the game against Fremantle. So maybe that's enough to get him over the line. Could be. A team lifter. And the final game of the round. And um, is this the... Yeah, it's the last... <gasps> it's the last day of Footmas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep, the final day of Footmas. And you know what happens on the final day of Footmas. Oh, yeah. We all... We all... Shred our footies up and... We grab cut our footies and open and spray it all pop them on other. our head and um, yep. run into yep. the street and go, football, football, we all love football. Yep. <laughs> all, all jump in Holden Statesman's with uh, and do laps around the and wave to the crowds as is tradition Tender Arena sings obviously I can't wait it's we gonna all eat be meatloaf awesome. we all have meatloaf not, not the food the man yeah, yeah we all <laughs> him his music plays it's pretty grim it's like some Very. kind of purge <laughs> purge hey, celebration these are the traditions though you know? exactly you, you gotta stick you know, no trust tradition tradition trust tradition uh, <laughs> And it's the Tigers taking on the Suns on um, also a Monday, traditional slot, seventeenth of August. Um, as much as the uh, the Blues and the Tigers open up the season with a Thursday night opener, the yes. Tigers and the Suns close the festival of football with a with a Every gripping year. game, a big matchup. And this will be a gripping game of football, I reckon. Why yeah. not? Fuck yeah, it. shoot out. You won't remember on Monday, but I'm saying it right now. It's yeah, exactly. Be a good game. <laughs> on that AM podcast you listened to, you heard them talk yeah, some yeah. crazy shit about the festival football. Um, I'm tipping the Tigers, Mill. What are you tipping? Yeah, me too. I'd love the Suns to give them a little surprise and uh, mm. f- to see a few more chinks in the Tigers' armor. Um, but at this point, they they seem a bit, I uh, seem a bit, uh, seem just a bit class of a, class above the Suns, unfortunately. Well, there it is. Right. Well, hey. that's, uh, that's it for our festival of footy pod editions. We'll be back. Yes. In between rounds 11 and 12 with um, a regular old ep. Yeah, i got to tell you, I'm going to be match fit by then. After all this football, you know, it's like daily. It's, it's, I feel like I'm, I'm working in the newsrooms at the moment, Emil. But after this, uh, this festival of football, 
it's going to be easy, man. It's going to be so easy. So I've done all this weighted training and now I'm going to lift, pull the weights off. It's going to be a breeze, yeah. my friend. It's been um, like, it's almost like being in uh, in a hyperbaric chamber or, you know, the high altitude chamber. Altitude, so. yes. Yeah, we've been doing our doing from atop yeah. the mountain. Consuming football seven days of the week. Imagine what it's going to be like when we just have to do it over two or three. So. Oh, mate, we're, we're <laughs> match fit. We're, we're ready to go. Yeah, we are. Well, on that note, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you in a, in a week or so. Uh, enjoy the footy on the weekend, and um, we'll see you see you later. I Happy guess. Footmas, everyone. Happy Footmas to you all.